No, the COVID relief bill is not something we should be happy with. $1.9 trillion? Pushed where? Oh, it's all broken up, Tony, and it's, oh, it's going to do such good work for America. It's $1.9 trillion. Do we not care about debt at all? Well, the answer is no. Donald Trump didn't care about debt. The Democratic Party doesn't care about debt. So far, uh, the people who care about debt are myself, Rand Paul, and, and possibly you. So, that's, so, so, so there's us. Right? Of course I'm opposed to it, because I'm opposed to $1.9 trillion. I am in favor. I have no issue with. I am not opposed to targeting relief in the places that need it. But if you put together a COVID relief bill that gives $100 million to subways in San Francisco, I'm opposed. It's a terrible, miserable, awful idea. But it did pass the Senate, not without some fights and not without certain amendments, not making it. Poor Bernie Sanders got himself throttled. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. You have eight Democrats that put an end to the $15 an hour minimum wage amendment. And, well, good. Yes! 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 You know where I am on the minimum wage. I would get rid of the minimum wage. I've got the economic argument for it. Trust me when I say it's not going anywhere, but I'm more than willing to engage this with anyone, anywhere, at any time. The $15 an hour minimum wage is, of course, uh, a a fanciful number uh, that came out of the ether because it sounded good with fight for. Fight for 16, fight for 14. Ah, they were all right, but fight for 15. Ah, see, that's what they consider compromise. But already you've got Representative Ocasio-Cortez pushing the idea that if you measure for inflation, we should be at $24 an hour. It's, it's always great when somebody who doesn't sign the front of paychecks wants to tell other people who sign the front of paychecks how much that paycheck should be made out for. Oh, don't worry. They'll get into whom next. So Bernie Sanders tried to push this through, uh, pushing the, the, the vote through. It failed 58 to 42. Now, many of the Democrats who voted against it, including people like uh, Joe Manchin, uh, Kristen Sinema of, of Arizona and others. You want the others? Uh, you got Tester of Montana, Gene Shaheen of New Hampshire, Maggie Hassan of New Hampshire, uh, Angus King of Maine. He's an independent. Sinema, uh, as I said, Tom Carper of Delaware and Chris Coons of Delaware. It's interesting that a couple of them voted in these state blocks. That's that's very, very interesting. Um the, 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 the argument here is that, well, you know, it's just we should have this go through regular order and not happen through any level of reconciliation. You know, we should just go straight with this and be done. Go, so go about bringing it up at another time. Then you've got Joe Manchin saying, well, the minimum wage should be $11 an hour. That's what we should raise it to. You've got Senator Tom Cotton and Senator Mitt Romney who want to make it $10 an hour. Only proving the point that there is no such thing as a minimum wage. No one can even agree on a number. This idea, I shouldn't say there's no such thing as a minimum wage. There's no, no such thing as a living wage. They can't figure out the number. They're guessing. They're making it up. So why in the world would we want to get ourselves involved in such a thing? Well, because it helps people. Are we sure? 
We knew that 900,000 people would get a benefit from increasing the minimum wage, but it would cost the jobs of 1.4 million people. So therefore, not a benefit. The benefit would be skills, right? What are the skills that people can gain? What are the skills necessary in today's workforce to help them get into the marketplace? You know, if you go to a, a, a state website, you can find access to all sorts of information. I wonder if you could go to a state website and take an online course in coding, if that might not be, you know, more beneficial. If a state, could we see our way clear? I'm not, I, and I, I haven't, I, I have not gone through it, right? Is it for the state to provide these things? Well, I'm going to argue no. However, maybe compared to seven or eight other things that we provide that we shouldn't be providing, maybe this would be the right thing to provide even though we shouldn't provide it, right? What if we took away some of the nonsense programs and we offered an online course in coding? What if we offer an online course in coding that if you take the test and you pass, not only do you get the certificate, but you can get a tax credit for the computer you bought to take the course. Now, I can, I can hear plenty of people saying that is not the role of government. I'm not disagreeing with you. Please don't get me wrong. I'm not disagreeing with you. And I also hear the people who say, whoa, 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 whoa. What did you just say, Tony? Understand I have not thought of this until right now. Literally have never gone through this until right now. I'm simply asking a question. Is it the job of the state to tell employers what they have to pay employees? Or instead of saying it's the job of the state, could the state make a decision to help its residents find opportunities for better employment? I argue against the minimum wage because what it does is it prevents people from negotiating in their best interest if they don't have a skill set. They don't have the skills for $7.25 an hour, never mind $15 an hour. But they're not able to go get a job to help them get the skills. Right? They can't get the job because the job pays too much and the employer needs somebody who has the skill set. So nobody gets a chance to learn the skills. So they can't negotiate and say, hey, you don't have to pay me $15 an hour, pay me $7.25 an hour, or you don't have to pay me $7.25, pay me $5 an hour. For three months, I'll show you I can do it. Remember, I'm a guy who got into radio by working for free. Let me say that again. I got into radio by working for free. That's what I did. How else do you think I got here? I had to prove it. I had to be in it. And I did whatever it took within the law to be able to prove it. That's what I did. That's how I did it. I'm not the only person, by the way, who has ever done such a thing. People live in their cars. People go without. They do all sorts of things. No, the state should not be declaring a minimum wage and telling the employers of that state what they have to do and how they have to do it. Terrible idea. But if a state said, you know what, we need to skill up. We're always talking about skilling up. and There are lots of programs here, there, and everywhere. We're just going to offer the courses. We're going to offer the courses. Maybe we're going to offer the courses through this group or through that group. I don't know. Then they'd be picking and choosing in that case, and that's not cool. You pass a course. You can take the test and pass the test. 
get a tax credit on the computer that you had to buy in order to take it. And now you've got some skills. Now you can go out there at least get the entry-level job and learn more skills. Just a boy with a theory. And you know what? Someone could tell me, Tony, you know where they're doing that? Here, 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 here. And I'll be like, son of a gun. People were thinking before me. That's great. This COVID relief bill is not thinking at all. $1.9 trillion added to the debt we already have creates massive problems. And people keep wanting to share with me. My, my, my social media feeds are lousy with people wanting to share with me. Look at all the good that's going to do. You simply don't like it because it's Democrats. I don't like it because it's an obscene amount of spending. $350 billion to state and local governments. You know what that means? It means bailouts. I reject the idea that we should be bailing out Illinois. Screw them. I'm not paying for their pension liabilities. Who would ever want to do such a thing? You want to take the $1,400 stimulus checks? Feel free. You know what they've done in this bill? They've changed the payout. It used to be that you got the payout making up to 75000 a year, and then it would slowly graduate down to you got to 100000 for an individual, 150000 200000 for a couple. Now, for an individual, $1,400 for 75000 phased out at 80000 Married couple, phased out at 160000 So you've got people who got a, a check the last time around, maybe two times around, who won't this time. Because we've now decided that a married couple making $150,000 a year, sorry, $160,000 a year is rich. Now, I have said this before, and I've had both producer Ari, who's right there. Hello, Ari. This is such a bad take. Oh, it's so good. No, it's really not. It's because, it's, it's because you haven't lived enough. You will. You, you're in the suburbs now. You'll get it. People want to tell me, Tony, you can't say on radio that people who make $160,000 a year have it hard. Okay. Except you could take a look at America and take a look at all the people who between them make $160,000 a year and have two kids in college. And then you tell me how far the money is going. You see, my, my producer, my executive producer, they both think that 160000 is rich and those people should shut up and not complain. Oh, poor baby. That's not what I said. It is what you said. It's what you're saying. No, I'm not. I'm just then saying the, the amount, what percentage of Americans do you think make $160,000 a year? Because I can tell you it's under 5%. So you're saying five that the 5% of the country who makes that kind of money if they're struggling to get by just imagine all the people who make less than that i don't make $160,000 a year i'm not just getting by i'm doing fine if you make that much and you're struggling you made colossally bad decisions in your life because that is enough money if you use it properly to be able to get by they can't use it properly cuz they're too busy paying for the stimulus checks that are going to all the other people can so i help you so am i the people who are putting in are paying the other people and not in some kind of directed way that they maybe could be okay with people who have actually been impacted. No, we're just saying based on the numbers. And I want everybody to know what the numbers have come down to. The numbers have come down to if you make $160,000 a year between the two of you, you're rich. Don't you know you're rich? My goodness. 
Is, aren't you lucky? And aren't you lucky that your financial advisor, producer Ari, has let you know that you're a holy damn fool for not being able to manage your money well? Oh, no. If you have $160,000 a year and you are struggling to get by, you've made colossal mistakes. Or you were really unlucky. And therefore, you deserve nothing. You deserve nothing. You were depending on it. You were looking for it. But they, made, they changed the deal on you. You could argue that that's what they're supposed to do because we should only take care of the people who need it. But we're not just taking care of the people who need it. That's my argument. We're just changing it out. Well, no, no, no. We're going to give out less and that's going to be better. So that's where they decided to save the money. Giving out less. Is, that is a great, great story of government spending. Great story. Of government spending. We just decide when you've got too much, and then we make the number a little bit lower. Wait till that number is uh, 60000 and higher. <laughs> It'll come. It's just one of many things that's in uh, the, the, this bill. Right? There's $130 billion in funds for K-12 schools. That's to help districts reduce class size to accommodate social distancing, to improve ventilation and make other changes. But it doesn't mandate that schools reopen for in-person learning. So they're going to get $130 billion, and they're going to all put in a a, a new ventilation system, but it doesn't mean that people are going to come back. $15 an hour, $11 an hour, $24 an hour, it is an arbitrary number. 75,000, 80,000, 160,000 for a couple, an arbitrary number. They just set these numbers and hand out the dollars like it's candy. The opposition should be to this kind of spending. We're doing it wrong. We did it wrong under Trump. We're doing it wrong now. We did it wrong under Obama. We did it wrong under George Bush. We haven't learned. Well, the spending's going to catch up with us, guys. It's just a matter of very soon. I'm Tony Katz.